0: So you're thinking about starting a new website. Maybe you have a new small business idea and want to sell something online. Maybe you want to show off your photography. Maybe you want to start that new podcast. GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. Each new .com comes with a free instant page website and built-in photo album. So what are you waiting for? Get your website started today. Go to GoDaddy.com. Enter code Kren at checkout or click the GoDaddy banner on our website, JimKren.com.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jim Kren No Restrictions Podcast. We are worldwide. We are nationwide on the Sideshow Network. The boys are in studio. They're at Talent Networking. Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Wysocki, ladies and gentlemen, Jim Cran.
0: It's Jim Cran. No restrictions on the Sideshow Network. Brought to you by Star Chevrolet, Star Nissan in Greensburg, and of course, the Sideshow Network. We're recording live at the Talent Network Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Dave Settlemyer, producer. Frank Mergia, producer. Josh Folio, producer. And we have uh, Corey Gale, who is our head sound engineer, Wayne Wow, our assistant sound engineer, formerly Wayne the intern. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you passed. <laughs> yep, but you did good. You bought Mike's weed. Everything worked out. I <laughs> uh, just want to mention uh, quickly: October nineteenth, October nineteenth. Write it down in your calendar, all right? Because Terry, John, Mike, myself, live at the Improv. We will be doing Jim Cren, no restrictions, at the Improv, October nineteenth. It's gonna be like a late afternoon. We'll have details. At com, Go to com for the details for October 19th. I'd love to see you there. I'll have a special guest, a surprise guest, maybe two, but I know one for sure, hopefully two. We'll (laughs) see you there in October. This show, we're going to be talking about baseball. All right, we're going to do a special show today in honor of the playoffs and the end of the regular season. As of this recording, the Pirates are tied with the Reds. I hope we're, when this is airs, when you listen to this, it, we're in the playoffs. But, you know, no guarantees. but so I'm just excited that we're at least in the hunt. And we'll talk about that throughout the entire show with Terry Jones, John Evans, and Mike Wysocki. It was the end of a great season. If you don't like baseball, fear not. We have some offbeat, crazy stories for you on this show. A baseball theme, yes, but when you look past the baseball part and some <laughs> of you'll you'll see what I mean. Uh, one of those stories is going to come from a special guest on the show today, a little later, a little later on. One of my best friends, actually, um, more like a brother. Uh, he's uh, kind enough to uh, stop in, and he's going to share one of uh, one of his very colorful exploits. Uh, my friend Harry Hayden. We got up a little bit later. Harry has some some great stories, man. Then. This one you you do not want to miss this this Harry Hayden story uh, <laughs> for <this basement. laughs> uh, Now we're going to touch on uh, we're also uh, some of the teams in the in the hunt. You know the shows, live, you know from Pittsburgh obviously, but you know we're becoming more and more aware we're national our national audience, huh, guys. I mean we, we welcome all. I know I say this every week, but it, it means the world to, to us. Thank you for downloading us uh, from coast to coast, and especially in my backyard here in my hometown, Pittsburgh. Uh, speaking of our podcast, had a chance last week to fly out to Los Angeles, visit the very studio that this program is part of, and want to thank everyone, everyone at the Side Show Network for all the hospitality. And got a tour of the studios, man, it's impressive, very impressive place. I mean, Side Show in you know Leg is just the elite uh, organization in comedy is the best, the best of the best, and so it's an honor to be part of them. The hospitality is great. It's just so uh, laid back. It's got a cool vibe. The, you know, the whole thing about the studio, you look around, he's all my favorite comedians, pictures on the wall. It's, you know, you see Jeff Dunham, George Lopez, and all these guys I like and uh, that are part of uh, LEG and, and Sideshow and, and the, all the great shows on our roster, which I was uh, also was honored to be on my friend Rick Overton's show. So I got to be a guest on his show. One of the most intelligent people I've ever met, Rick. You got, you'll, he's extremely funny and talented. As, you know, I don't have to say that. You know that. The show I do with Rick will be coming up next month. I'll announce the date uh, next show. I'll have the exact date for Rick Overton's next show. Uh, also got to do Christine Blackburn's very popular podcast, story worthy. I'll announce the air date for that also next week. And uh, I got to hang out with uh, close friends like, you know, like Harry, like I described Harry. Uh, guys that are more, you know, like... Kind of like brothers, and if Mark, Eddie, Frank, and and I live in L.A. and uh, Lee Trebozik and Josh, our producer, was out. We, we Josh and I were out there, and with and Lee also. And uh, I tell you, they were they were all there to support me. I had the honor of performing at the esteemed Hermosa Beach Comedy Magic Club, guys. And it is it is esteemed. I mean, because they they don't uh, let just anyone on that stage. It was a I keep saying the word honor, but truly was, man. I mean, thank God things went well, because it is the most prestigious comedy club in, in the country. Every comedian knows that. So, uh, you know, so it was just just a great trip. And we, we want to kick the show off here, get rolling here on a baseball talk here. The Pirates tied uh, for the wild card playoff berth with the Reds, as I stated earlier, as of this recording right now. And a wild card Tuesday, October 1st. So you'll know, you'll know what's going on. You'll you'll really get to see how good we are when by the time this airs, as far as like what we know about baseball. Well, Mike actually knows his baseball. Mike Wisnacki, our twisted sports, uh, you know, our sports guy, Mikey really does know his sports. Believe it or not, I think they know by now. Mike, I know what you do his comedy, <laughs> yeah. but you do know your sports, man. Especially John. But Johnny knows John his knows sports his too, which is too. yeah, which yeah. is funny. Baseball. You don't expect it. But I don't you know what I mean, Johnny? I don't I, expect you're an eccentric, very intelligent guy. <laughs> I expect you to do like Thoreau, Thoreau or you know quotes or shit. But you know, you do your you know your ball. No,
2: man. no, I do know. I'm i uh, I'm a I'm an old Pirates fan from the the We Are Family days. But uh, but uh, yeah, as far as I know, the magic number is just two to get a playoff berth. So they need to win That's two games really out of the good. next what? Eight or six. 6 now,
0: now we're going to be talking about other teams around the league Or too, how the other teams but, lose or, Yeah, lose yeah, too Talking yeah. about our buckers right now Jeff Locke What Mikey and, and Johnny and, and Tara You and I we, We're more NFL guys yeah. yeah Of course we love our Pirates Because yeah. we're Pittsburgh guys and we'll follow him, but I'm, just par- I'm talking about nuts and bolts, really knowing the game. Mikey and Johnny, i got to defer to as the X, right, there? Oh, yeah. And, and, uh, and what I the fuck is going on with that. Jeff Locke? <laughs> I mean, Locke is the all-star uh, the first half of the year. Second half of the year, what's his year, like six-something now? And he's killing us right now. He's not even in the, the top rotation, I don't think, anymore. Because they announced if we make the playoffs, he wasn't in that rotation. It was like four guys. They will only know, take
1: I, four to the playoffs. But he and,
0: was not in that starting rotation, no, Mikey. No, no, which is amazing. He was in. You know, he made the All Star
1: team. He'll be relegated to if he makes the twenty five man playoff roster. He'll be like the you know if the first starter gets bombed in how the first st- inning, we'll bring him in just to throw innings. How his.
0: strange is that to make the All Star team and then not? Make the roster in a playoff. That's weird, yeah. huh? That's really Isn't it
1: odd? Yeah, he looks like a like a 16 year old kid that like, <laughs> took a skateboard out to the mound <laughs> and parked it there. I don't know. He had a good first season, but you know, if hitters figure you out after a while. His if you don't adapt, if you don't adjust, too. yeah, I, I don't know. Is, is mean, it you
0: think the hitters figured him out?
1: After a while, yeah, something happened because he was he was kind of a new guy. You know, they hadn't really seen him. Is He's, it
0: fatigue? You think? the length of a season maybe or
1: something or no i think him just watching a pitch He he's one of those guys that's one of those like nibblers that always kind of throws right around the outside of the plate and it's kind of fooling people for a while but now you know they expect it and he hasn't changed and they're just like teeing off on him
0: what do you think what do you guys think about uh, uh the acquisition we got obviously uh with um uh, from
2: minnesota uh liriano or morneau moreno? Uh, is that what from Minnesota, right? Yeah, yeah. Star. But he hasn't had, had, he hasn't had also. any power. But you know what he gives you is like an actual solid major league at bat, which they need in the middle of that lineup because they weren't. Because if that. we make
0: the playoffs, it's really about getting there. But still, they're thinking if we make the playoffs, you need that guy who can uh, that bat. You yeah, do. above well, average cha- defensively.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. They were getting really not a lot out of first base, so they. I, th- I felt like that was not a good anymore. move. Yeah. So.
1: Uh, and an MVP. He's got playoff. He's been in the playoffs before, which not a whole lot of pirates have. So that's got yeah. ha- to and, help. And, and, and <laughs> that's Terry just threw the <laughs> threw a picture I, against I the wall pitch, out of yeah. anger. So he's
0: <laughs> looking at yeah. the scores, and we lost last I night. He's upset show. over that I'm damn so upset, Reds man. beat the Buccos. I know. I feel it. The and the Steelers lost at the same time. Give me the Jim Beam now, Terry.
3: I'm, I'm going sorry. away from Just for a while. I'll give it back. The Pirates should be worried that
2: Melanson's not starting to is starting to get people out. I mean, Melanson, that's not something a,
0: like you take for your fucking stomach. Yeah, <laughs> acid reflux is killing me. I take Melanson. You got some Melanson. <laughs> no, hey, I'm sorry, no,
2: he's there. He's there. He's yeah. effectively their closer now because, uh, he got him an endorsement because about. Grilly was Close. hurt. And <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, I, I would be concerned that, uh, there is, there has been a little bit of a drop off with, I mean, their pitching that was so good earlier in the year is now, uh, starting to falter, and uh, that's... Who, do you, who
0: do you blame for that? Is it the coaches not getting the team ready properly? Maybe wearing guys out. Is it, it because that happened with the Buccos uh, uh, the year before? We didn't, you know, break this uh, losing streak. We were on our way. First half mm-hmm. of the year looked like we we're going to do. It. We pitchers totally collapsed. Is it the pitching coach? Is it the manager? Are they uh, wearing these guys out? Couple of the out? collapses.
1: It's the pitching. I mean, you, you blame can, it all on the players? The pitching has been so crazy good this year. I mean, just three years ago, they lost 105 games. They had guys named pitchers named McCutcheon and Gallagher and Lincoln. A lot of ERAs are like six, seven, eight. I know this a guy year, who could uh, hit watermelon with a sledgehammer. Pitching is horrible. You isn't gonna get their Will Ledesma, Jay Taxner, they had all these guys that had like ERAs are like eighteen. And that. But the <laughs> Pirates this year. Actually, like, going into this week, uh, Mark Melanton has the lowest DRA, It's just over two. They have a reliever named Brian Morris, shows an ERA of, like, 3.6, which isn't bad. But every other pitcher on the staff falls somewhere in between there. The, the worst DRA on the team is, like, 3.6. Hmm. It's a crazy good staff. We got, we got Cole. Derek, he's, one he's, he's to 12. Man, right? It's really good. He's helping us. I mm. would almost say at
2: this point in the season, Cole's probably pitching better than any, than Liriano or Burnett. And uh, I mean, I think he's, right? he's going to make the, he'll definitely be in that be the three-man rotation f- for a playoff series. Mm-hmm. And, and let's not even today. talk he's, about a playoff it. series yet because. Well, they did
0: actually, John. Isn't that funny? They named the, they named the- you know projected uh, starters i guess i know what you're saying yeah. you don't want to jinx it huh i mean they just have to
2: get i would just like to see them i mean i want them to win the division but if if they could just solidify uh the spot of getting in that wild card talk uh that would be we, that would be good you it would, know, it would I, be a relief
0: it would be a relief because rooting so hard for them i think the entire nation believe it, is cuz i know it on sports illustrated cuz they were just, we were always the lovable losers of buccos yeah. and now we're winning neil walker and Andrew McCutcheon. They are just genuinely good people. I know, I met them both, but uh, as far as baseball stars here in Par- then they're perfect for, for Pittsburgh, perfect for the organization, great leaders. That's I think, is going to be the difference. you got leaders in the clubhouse like Walker and McCutcheon. McCutcheon may win the MVP of the National League. Good chance, huh? What do you think? I'm say
1: win probably, it. Odds probably
2: odds on, odds on, yeah. odds on,
1: Mike. Great all-around season, hitting over 300, steals bases, power drives and runs. Last guy like In that,
4: field. We He's had last player.
0: Last guy like that the Buccos had, who was the same size as McCutcheon at the time before he took his <laughs> medicine, <laughs> Barry Bonds, Mr. Barry
4: Bonds, Mr. Barry Bonds.
2: <laughs> Mr. Barry Bonds, who we're gonna be talking about a little what? bit. Later I thought on. it was, I thought it was flaxseed oil and yeah. uh, something else, <laughs> uh, <laughs> medicine. It was and cream. cream. It was just and, some and, cream. Yeah, said it was
1: protein. That's yeah, what it was. The clear yeah. gets rid of your yeah and the makes clear, your biceps rub it on grow. it makes your head grow bigger. Mm-hmm. It was icy hot. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it was the side effect. Your head goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because if you put Who his does? rookie card next to like the last card he had, mm-hmm. you see the head difference. So. He was he was
0: 175 pounds yeah. when he played for the Buccos. He was 180 pounds the first year he played for San Francisco. He retired. He had to be over two what 220 what whatever dude was like a muscle He's Hulk. you know what <laughs> you know we might as well get into it now what the hell we're we gonna talk about we, since we're talking about him do you know why he went on what made him go on steroids allegedly I guess you have to say the McGuire no. you know Sammy why? Sosa yes. home run
2: battle he said I wanna get Jealousy. me I wanna get <laughs> me some of that
0: yeah. yeah it was in a book that came out in 06 uh, one of his girlfriends sex wives or whatever and they said that He got pissed because they gave velvet rope to the home run warm ups or something for one of the games. And he's all pissed. And he goes, you know, fuck that. I'll talk to these guys. You know, Mm -hmm. he he just hated McGuire. So he goes, (laughs) uh, just blows his head up to fucking cartoon size. Well, he was always a
2: better hitter than McGuire, but you throw the steroids on top of it, and then Mm -hmm. it becomes this otherworldly. Uh, Johnny, he was crazy. <laughs> he was beyond. That's the funny yeah. thing, guys. Yeah. He was beyond better hitter.
0: It like he was a fucking Hall of Famer who who fucked mm-hmm. it up. If he doesn't do steroids, yeah, he doesn't break Hank Aaron's record, which he shouldn't have because of the steroids. Hank should
2: have it. But it
0: doesn't matter. He still yeah. it, was it like something? P- Hall of Fame wasn't enough for him, no joke. It was like
2: Predator walking up to play with a Louisville <laughs> Slugger. <Yeah>. The, dreads <laughs> the dreads hanging out dread under his hat. The, and a fucking
4: laser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A- dialing a- every pitch in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like the
2: smooth, <laughs> swing,
1: the smooth swinging baseball <laughs> machine. It's, it's right. filled in his uh, jeans. He's just a very good player, great hitter. little and nuts, though. you you're just, not shrink, don't they, with the And steroids? then you're adding yeah, you all those steroids and power. He was just a feared monster. He must look weird naked. It, man,
0: big head and little raisin nuts,
4: mm-hmm. huge body. Yeah, <laughs> <in. laughs> uh, big body. That was a little oh, scary, man. <laughs> me, and, me and John had a conversation <laughs> about uh Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, we were talking about who, and who just, didn't take steroids. Well, right. Yeah, he didn't, and we were just talking about the longevity of Ken Griffey, like how great of a player he was. And if he did take Roy, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know,
0: yeah, I, I don't, th- yeah, he, it's funny with the whole Roy thing, I think, out of our buckos. He, and you know Bar- Barry was not the craziest pirate of, in our history of our of our team. We had some interesting guys. You know he definitely had his moods. Barry Bonds, you know, he definitely hit his craziness and surliness, You know, which we're going to get into. Harry has a funny story coming up. But he wasn't the craziest. And I and I, I actually pondered before the show to share with you my thoughts on the the two my two favorite craziest pirates. And I actually met these guys and interviewed them. I used to cover spring training all the time, and you know. And, but these are my two crazy favorites,
2: and you guys can share. Think
0: think for a second while I'm telling my story. Wait,
2: Doc Ellis better opinion. be on this oh, list. No, no, that could be yours. So okay. You go, John. That's what I mean. Yeah.
0: We'll I go, you hold any on any there, crazier. Johnny. You get up with it. Yeah, I know. I was thinking, yeah, that's an obvious one, and I like that. Yeah. And I agree with you. And think of that. But here are my two. Tell me if you agree or disagree, and you may just jump up and applaud this. <laughs> Jose Lean, one of the top ten, at least, crazy pirates. Chico. Chico. And I don't know you guys remember this. 1997, Jose Lean uh, stopped while leaving the scene of an accident that he, he made. Uh, the police find him after a chase. He's naked from the waist down with a bag of cocaine in the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> huh? In Tampa. That's a party. What's that? I know. It's a party. What's that all about? Hello, Trooper. What
4: seems to be the problem? Uh,
0: it's on cruise control. What's if i put the safe that belt is on my bag here the cocaine was safe nothing wrong even the mother even the, even mad the mothers are gonna strike like what the fuck you know, that's something now my and my my all-time craziest bucko of all time in the hall of fame has to be al martin oh i have a story about Al, my favorite martin and i'll tell you i really liked him too when i when when first ever did spring training, he was a rookie. Or, or, no, he's actually a triple A. I mean, and, and he was a really nice guy. And then, when he became a major leaguer, this was one of the nicest all time Pittsburgh Pirates, this guy. He would go out to the turnstiles and greet fans. I'm not kidding. That's how nice this dude was. Mm-hmm. But also, one of the all time craziest, which I love about that. Yeah, this is my favorite. In 2001, Al Martin claimed. That eight, now, he wasn't a pirate at this point. He, he, about, I can't remember what team he was playing for. But Al, Al claimed a collision he had when he ran into a teammate. I guess there was a collision of some sort in the outfield or wherever he was playing. And they said, what was it like? And he he compared it to when he played safety at USC and tackled Michigan running back Leroy Hort. Leroy, Leroy Hort. He said, yeah, it was like when I, ta- I tackled Leroy Hort head on in 1986 and against Michigan when I was safety at USC. He says this in an interview. and. Then, The only problem is USC didn't play Michigan in 86. Wow. And the other one was Uh, he never played for (laughs) USC. What an odd
2: thing to make up a a Leroy Horde story. Yes, Uh
0: specific, exactly. That's what makes him my all-time crazy because he picked a specific story. But not only that, he's not just telling it in front of friends. You know, you get nervous maybe in front of – Even the friends, you might just go into the story and just say, ah, whatever, we – you don't do it in front of the media. That's no. fucking awesome. And the other <laughs> awesome thing about him was a couple years later, as this story came up, he had two families. Yeah. Al, big love. He was big love. <laughs> and the, the best part of this thing was the homes were like four to six blocks away from each other. How about that? And you know, yeah. there's like communities wow. in Florida. Yeah. yeah. He had like the community here, okay, gated community, four blocks over to the other. That must have <laughs> fucking awesome. With kids and a wife and home, you'd be like, Hey honey, I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm gonna go down them or something, get a little drink or something. How do you
4: pull that off? The they know. go to the same school and everything. Yeah, yeah. they're like mingling with each other. A,
1: yeah, I got to pick all, pick them all
4: Is up. Is that not impressive though?
0: To be able to you know, run down four blocks over, hang out with that family, go back. What they, I, I don't know how he pulled that off, but it it he went got in a while trouble
4: for that, didn't he? What's that? He got in trouble for that.
0: It ended up. I, I looked as I was, you know, looking at this story for our show. Yeah. There was one point he got in trouble, one of the wives, he got in a fight with. And that's how this all came about because he got in a screaming match and she called the police on him because he actually said, and I quote, I'm going to go OJ on your ass if you don't whatever shot, whatever he said. Yeah. So that was enough for her to call the police. So, yeah, I guess they, uh, they found out at that point when it hit the media. And know, then the other was wife was going... That? Does that mean he you was, was going The other wife was probably watching TV, and they're like, Al Martin gets mad at his or domestic problem with his wife, and his other wife, four blocks away, going, Mom, we're getting along real well. What's <laughs> he saw the picture going, Wait, Al! So that's... That, now, you, that's hard to beat right that's a pretty this is a
2: little off topic but there was a guy yeah, no. named uh, Sal Campasano who played for the Blue Jays was he ever a pirate I don't think so but he uh, had to get put on the disabled list because he got all these cuts and uh, injuries because he had a dream that spiders were uh, attacking him what? and he woke up and like crashed through a plate glass window or something oh my god <laughs> yeah that's that
0: awesome. is fucking awesome great disabled oh, list though. that is tremendous yeah now you I know we told the Doc Ellis story Before on our show So we've talked About that Johnny But I, I, I agree with you As Doc Ellis Being one of the cra- uh, Great yes. I mean come on you say I would say probably the crazy Well yeah He's up there right I mean, Yeah Well the Al LSD. Martin thing
2: Pitched but the Al game is, on LSD Beamed uh, five reds in a row Or four reds in a row Before they had to Pull him from the game The I'm,
1: first four my, hitters uh, Of the game and, yeah, Drills him Drills <laughs> <laughs> <'cause laughs> every this, one of them We had mentioned <laughs> We had touched on these In our 30 my, episodes or My so. aunt
4: used to Braid his hair Oh really This is in so Garfield. classic you I love that <laughs> I have all any kinds Any famous you, every, you have a weird. connection To every No everybody it It's gonna be, any, be like the It's non, awesome What is it The Whatever degrees of, of uh, Terry Jones yeah. Degrees and of family. separation And you know uh, Al Martin When I was a kid I met him It was in Homewood uh, I was over my aunt and she took us because Al Martin came down to talk to the kids in Homewood. Yeah, right, yeah he us, was a
0: really nice guy. Yeah,
4: he he was pretty cool like he was telling all the kids you can be something but <laughs> you I was can make little, it up kids. Yeah. If you can't make it, make <laughs> it up. <laughs> make it. So, <laughs> I was a little fat kid, right? And I didn't play baseball. Yeah. But I was just a little fat kid who had hopes and dreams of one day just doing what all little black kids hope to do is so tell be people, a famous you're athlete. Skinny, Tara, you know, you get skinny. <laughs> So um, they gave us bats, yeah. and they gave us a ball that they can autograph. Yeah. So the ball came autographed by the uh, coach, and uh, there was another guy who came down, and then there was Al Martin, and they signed the balls and wow. gave them out to the kids. So he was signing baseball he Signed bats. Willie Mays. Now, <laughs> I, I should probably look at the yeah, baseball. Ahead, Terry. So I uh, take my bat up to him, and I go, uh, hey, Mr. Martin, can you sign my bat? And he goes. He looks at me real crazy and goes, no, kid, I can't sign your bet. I got to go. And <laughs> walks away. That, like, fucked me up my whole life. Uh, every time, like, someone talked about Al Martin, I was like, fuck that, dude. See that? Like, <laughs> nine years old. Style like
0: things where he's shaking hands and he gets down to that. Oh, yeah, he's man. He's like, that. My third wife just called. Did oh,
4: he, It was so crazy. He was, like, showing these other kids that had, like, their baseball gear there. He was showing him how to catch and stuff, and I came up mm-hmm. with my bat, and I guess he's like, this little fat kid is, yeah. <laughs> like, little shit, get away from me. It I don't totally see how weird. you could deny a kid. Like, I could see being an athlete, <laughs> yeah.
1: and you have some dorky fat dude that still lives with his mom, and, you know, he's wearing his <laughs> shorts yes. and the yeah, sandals with socks, and he wants you to yeah. sign oh, seven no. different things. Right? You know he's gonna put it on eBay. Yeah, you know, all right. Terry, different. you, you, you turn
0: into like a, a better athlete than him, you could probably kick his ass now. Yeah, so, hey, kid,
4: that's the funny thing. You didn't sign my bat. Or, as a kid i signed my own fucking bat <laughs> i was like nice. fuck al martin i'm gonna sign my own bat it'll no, be worth after, something after, one after day. all these stories it has more credibility there you than, go than then it's worth a lot more money yeah so if chair. you're out there denying kids i'm coming for you <laughs> <laughs> you better sign everything right What's and
2: sorry, if it's I'm and if say. it's no if it's like you know, Andrew McCutcheon, and there's a thousand people wanting you to sign. sign. I mean, but it's Al Martin. Yeah, You know what I mean? <laughs> in Homewood. Yeah. In a, Homewood. You had, yeah. had, event, yeah. event, that Homewood. had event that he went to in Homewood, exactly. It wasn't yeah. like he was just a yeah. show.
4: Oh, yeah. Where you can and call that, you
0: know, well, I thought the kid was going to give it to the guy and blah, 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 <laughs> I'll sell it, but no, he's at this event. But anyway, crazy. I just I just had to bring up, because the, the, the Buccos, we have a colorful history of, you know. Craziness. Bobby Bonilla
2: craziness. was crazy. Bobby Bonilla had that great uh, oh, yeah, locker room Bobby get up Bonilla. where he challenged a uh, reporter <laughs> to fight. Make yes. your move, bro. <laughs> Make your move. Yes. What do you yeah. want to do? The
0: entire team of the 80s, led by Del Barra and the parrot selling Coke, that's, just, that's an hour and a half. We've touched on that too. That's, that that's, too. that's intriguing of craziness, right? I mean, that's yeah. crazy. But you're right, right. Bonilla was pretty wild. He, he, he was, and Bonilla and Bonds on that team uh, in 91. He wasn't there in 92. But when, uh, was it 92 was the throw, right, Mm Harry? Okay, 92, the throw where Sid Bream, who, Mikey, you could fucking beat him in a sprint. Mm Mm-hmm. Then and now, okay, (laughs) Uh, uh, Sid Bream, and... It, look, he, look, look,
2: he had knee braces on, even yeah. when he didn't have knee braces on. <laughs> he needed uh-huh. he was out, gun, out of before, his chair.
0: Gun. Yeah, he was, like, doing <laughs> medic alert commercials. You know, I fall, and I can't get up. And he and he, and he, he, he might
1: have lost the Kirk Gibson in a foot race. Was, <laughs> uh,
0: it, it was more like a trot. And he, and he, and he you know, got obviously scored the winning uh, run to beat us in the playoffs against the Braves, and Bonds makes the weakest – Worst throw That I could imagine You know I mean This guy is a Gold glove And he j- Just played it wrong Out of position A little bit Because of an argument They say There's all kind of Stories on that With Andy Van Slyke <laughs> Supposedly Van Slyke Said move in He's pissed at him he decided Fuck you I'll move out Because I, I know better <laughs> You know You hear all kind Of different stories On that Bonds is one of those Interesting characters I know we touched on Early in the show so we're going to get Into this Because we're getting gonna get Into Harry here In a little bit uh, Telling his story About Bonds He's one of those characters, uh, extremely nice stories, but a lot more extremely crazy stories uh, from his days. You know, in Arizona State, when he played Arizona State, guys, this is a guy who was hitting home runs in College World Series, 455 feet home runs, all right? He's hitting, you know, monster numbers, PlayStation numbers at Arizona State.
4: Yeah. Literally,
0: Milwaukee
2: passes on him
0: for that year in the first pick, eighty six or whatever, eighty five or eighty six. whenever that he drafted him. You
2: know, the Giants drafted him originally and couldn't sign him over like five thousand dollars, five thousand bucks. He wanted eighty grand and they were offering seventy five. And he goes, "I'll just go to college. <laughs> yeah. I'll just play at college."
0: You're absolutely right, John. The year before, the, the eight, probably eighty four,
2: yeah, or whatever it was. He goes right out of high school,
0: drafted by the Giants. I'm sorry, it was 83. Yes, he went three or four years there. Yeah. Like crazy. And he, and, he, and he goes into the draft. Milwaukee passes on him. They took B.J. Surhoff, uh,
2: <laughs> Which didn't turn <laughs> out <laughs> to <laughs> be <laughs> that <laughs> bad a pick. <laughs> 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 not a bad
0: pick. Now, the Pirates that year do not want Bonds. They have the sixth pick. They're looking for Barry Larkin, which is would have been a good pick, too. But Larkin. From Michigan.
4: Yeah. So, Larkin <laughs> was good. It's <laughs> you. His, uh,
0: <laughs> Johnny's guy. So... Uh, the Reds pick Larkin on four, number four. The Pirates go well. Larkin's gone. We'll take Barry Bonds six. Now think about this. This guy was putting up PlayStation numbers in Arizona State, but he, s- <laughs> he had that fucking image even as a kid as being trouble, I guess. And right, I mean, it had, they said it was. Everyone
1: knew he was kind of a dick. Why wouldn't you take yeah, him first? <laughs> that's the best way to put it.
0: A big enough dick that you wouldn't take him first, <laughs> right? Uh, that's a you gotta be a pretty big dick, right? He's, yeah. He's, that was in, in Barry Bonds'
2: defense, troubled childhood. His old man uh, was a ball player and a great ball player, but an alcoholic. Mm. That team started knowing that he was an alcoholic, which is why he started going from the Indians to the Angels to the Yankees uh, to yeah, the Cardinals. Ended his career yeah. with the Cubs. Beginning of his career was amazing, was and like, I don't think like Barry the first. I don't think years. Barry got a lot of guidance. Uh, growing up, and that's not an excuse to treat people badly. I'm just saying that no, there's, saying there there are
0: well, factors is, here. Look at Willie Willie Mays and you know Bobby; they're baseball players. It's a transient lifestyle. It's yeah. not the probably right. stable, even though they got millions of dollars. I mean, that's you know you know money can't buy everything, as you know as we know. But yeah, he ends up being this sort of. But I, I have to tell you, in Pittsburgh, the, the the years he was here, I had gotten to know him a little bit from different couple events in and he came to my shows. He came to a couple of my shows. He couldn't have been nicer. My personal, mm-hmm. you know, any kind of involvement I had with him, he was really nice, and he was yeah. nice to everybody around him at, that I had seen. So it's, uh, you know, but I know there are credible people telling me, they are friends and people that I know, journalists telling me what he had done, you know, things he had done that, you know, aren't very nice and, I think and those aren't, aren't really good.
4: I think those guys, when you bring it up like that, I mean, you can have a personal relationship with certain uh, people of uh, high profile and athletes, and they're going to treat you like they would treat a friend. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, when you have someone from the media, did you feel like the media is always out for your head? Yeah. Or, you know, there's crazed <laughs> there's crazed fans and, you know, all kinds of different yeah, things. I, I, know I, I think that's probably So maybe a why little bit more of a... I feel like it's more... And then, of course, like groupies and stuff, he's just going to be a dick like I'm Barry Bonds. I I can can fuck anybody I want. But, (laughs) I mean, that's that's what it is. I, I honestly feel like maybe he wasn't a pure dick as far as... Maybe I didn't get the reaction. Yeah, maybe I didn't
0: didn't get a peek behind the veil.
4: Yeah, I mean, maybe he just treated you with a whole bunch of respect. I mean, because there's a lot of athletes that I know where people go, yo, that dude's cool as hell. But Mm -hmm. I know stories from behind the scenes where I'm like, yo, he's a total
0: dick. So there's definitely where there's smoke, there's fire. There's something going on. Yeah, there's something.
4: But it's just, it depends on who you are to them, I guess. I,
0: I, you know, I got to tell you, he still was a great player. I mean, he really was. I hate the fact that he took steroids. I think it was a mistake that he took steroids. I think it was an ego thing is he that's what that I think probably that's what gets him got him in trouble as far as other people the ego could be a a very uh thing that makes you delusional and crazy and whatever right yeah
2: I think it's unfortunate I mean I I, because he was a hall of fame player without the steroids I mean that's been said a million times Mm -hmm. and by doing steroids you have now tarnished your entire uh, uh all of your accomplishments are now in question and uh it's weird. You know what I think is funny? People get so upset about steroids in baseball, but I think that steroids and HGH is a much more bigger problem in the NFL. But nobody cares nobody because cares. they want their they, they want their players, their players huge. huge and yeah. ripped. No, and I, yeah, I agree with you. You're dude. right, Johnny. But it's starting to now because of the
0: lawsuits coming back from the yeah. older guys, and they're afraid. that, Like twenty years from now, these guys are going to go. You let me take it. So they're trying to crack down. Better the, getting more sophisticated, they, they just developed a, a, a system to get HGH, I think, John. I don't know, even know how
4: foolproof well, that
2: is. Uh, but the reason people are so into it um, in baseball is because you can look back at, at baseball in the... 30s 40s 50s right and go man these guys did this all naturally We're just whatever crack back then <laughs> <laughs> i mean good yeah time. people talk about you know guys using greenies and speed and all this I'll but no home <laughs> but you can't compare hank aaron's 715 to barry bonds 700 or 755 to bonds whatever he ended up with because uh you know it's it's unnatural to get to age 37 and start you know, putting up those numbers. Yeah, I, I agree, yeah.
0: and I, and I know there's some school of thought where people say, "Well, let them all take steroids." We want to sit, "No, I don't. I, I don't. I, I rather see the na- actually the best athletes to me, the best baseball players to me were Hank Aaron and Roberto Clemente, uh, players that were just inter- all world. They they, they didn't look like cartoon characters. They were just uh, great athletes, man. Exciting players. They, it wasn't about steroids then And hey Can 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 anyone argue with that I mean really Yeah well you, it's, I mean their talent It's can apples and oranges Exactly Well yeah Yeah a, I, mean, I mean Would you rather watch Clemente Or would you rather watch Mark McGuire
4: And Sosa's thing I mean I'd I, rather watch Clemente I remember, all right, Yeah Clemente of course I mean, he's Clement. More classy too. <laughs> the
1: Maguire Asosa uh, thing started getting a little ridiculous too where they'd hug each other after each other. <laughs> <game laughs> yeah, and, and he's throwing yes. up slowly walk around the bases. <laughs> I love you, Mark. Let me They're kiss They're cheering a zit. for each other, you know. I on. love yeah. you. I
4: love your steroids, it. And now Sammy Sosa is the same color. You know, it's classic.
2: (laughs) You know, it's really classic. There's a guy out at the North for Sales flea market uh, who's got a booth of, like, baseball and and sports memorabilia, cards, posters. Uh, When you walk into his booth, and it's a great big booth, he's got a doormat that he has made a doormat with – a picture of Sosa and McGuire with their arm around each other. So when nice. you walk into his boot, so when you walk into his boot, you wipe your feet, feet on it.
1: Nice, it's turned great. a bad investment. He stocked up on that kind of <laughs> stuff next yeah. to his beanie babies yeah. and realized that you know, I yeah, can cash in. Yeah, yeah. I got to do something else. It looks bit. like
2: he's like, uh, one minute I thought Pogs yeah. were my
1: future.
0: Now, and, uh, <laughs> hey, i say what? Let, let's go to Mike Wysock. He Says we're, we're
1: all sports today in this show, man. This so, is so, Mike Wisocki which Twisted Sports. Well, I'd like to take the opportunity to introduce, you know, to our listeners, the people of Great Britain and Indonesia and Dravosburg, wherever you're listening to, (laughs) to the 2013 Pittsburgh Pirates. This is the team that ended the dubious world record of a 20 year losing streak. Neil Huntington, Frank Coonley, and Bob Nutting's plan finally coming to fruition. And I just hope that the, playo- the Pirates do get the a playoff towels like the Steelers have terrible towels. I hope they don't name them after Nutting because Nutting Rags doesn't sound
2: <laughs> a very
1: classy thing to do. I, don't, I just hope they don't call them that. But this team is magical. Back in January, I was doing stand-up <laughs> at a Friday late show. It's 11 p.m. It's 15 degrees outside and snowing. There's maybe 11 people in the crowd in Pittsburgh's West End. And I was telling a joke about how the Pirates losing streak was so old that you could have sex with it. You know, I lost that one now, thank God. <laughs> but right after I tell it, this crazy old drunk man, who is one of the three people enjoying the show, stands up and says, it all ends this year. Because Roberto Colmene was number 21, and he will not allow the Pirates to disgrace him or the team. And then sat back down. And for some reason, I believe that man, and that guy was right. (laughs) So take a lesson from that, kids. Listen to crazy old drunk men. They know what they're talking about. (laughs) So here's the team I introduce you to. The leader, really, A.J. Burnett. The Yankees are still paying his salary. They got rid of him because he was a pain in the ass to them. This was the turnaround. The Pirates making a trade for someone that you had heard of. AJ's a little tense. He's all mean and tattooed up. Kind of looks like the guy you might see in kicking the shit out of some dude outside a trailer park. He's a little intense. (laughs) But you got to have guys like that. Francisco Liriano. Finally, they rolled the dice on a free agent and won. Leary was signed in the offseason, fell in the bathtub and broke his throwing arm. <laughs> Welcome to the old Pirates. Pirates signed him back at a reduced price, and he's had one of the best seasons a Pirates left hander's had in like 20 years. Garrett Cole, an overall number one pick that worked. Everything's just falling in line. With the slightly clever nickname, Cole45, for his number. <laughs> he can throw 100 miles an hour. And tell that the scouts. That's like telling a Republican you're going to war or cutting food stamps. They get a giant erection over that shit. <laughs> but Garrett Cole coming back. <laughs> Jeff Locke and Charlie Morton, we both got from the Nate McLeod tray. We talked about Locke earlier. Looks like a kid. And uh, Charlie Morton always gets hurt, but is known for his good stuff. The bullpen, Jason Grilly. I mentioned the not-so-intimidating nickname of Grilled Cheese. Like, uh uh-oh, here comes the sandwich. He got (laughs) the uh, Sports Illustrated jinx. Was on the cover this July. The first appearance after hurts his arm and misses two two months. But he's coming back. Uh, Mark Melanson got him in a trade for Joel Hanrahan, who immediately hurt himself. (laughs) Haha, <laughs> finally going the other way, see how that feels. And then the, fi- and the rest of the uh, Pirates Shark Tank, they have homegrown pitchers Justin Wilson, Tony Watson, and Brian Morris. They're all having great seasons. Throw in Jenmar Gomez with a stupid girl's name, like a cross between Jenny and Marie or something like that. Got him from Cleveland. And finally, Vin Mazzaro, hey, an Italian from New Jersey. Not true that he throws a grease ball. So that's the Shark Tank. And then the rest of your Pirates, Sterling Marte, father of Smurling Marte. One of the stupidest <laughs> names I've ever heard, but he just had a kid and he named him Smurling. He He's a great talent. Neil Walker, hometown boy, solid second baseman. Probable MVP, Andrew McCutcheon. Looks like an athletic Rastafarian patrolling the center field. Great no player. Problem, no they problem. didn't miss on him at all. Justin Morneau, who was an MVP. They got him over from Minnesota. You got Marlon Byrd in a trade from the Mets. He was all HGH'd up last year, suspended for 50 games. But who cares? Players on drugs do better. (laughs) Pedro Alvarez, the chubby kid with a good arm who might lead the league in home runs this year. Russell Martin, huge pickup. Like an angry Korean grocer in a bad neighborhood, don't steal on this guy because he'll break out his gun. <laughs> Jordy Mercer, a young, capable shortstop, and then finally the bench. You got John Buck, a big, burly backup catcher. Garrett Jones, who lost his job from the trades. Another girl name a uh, girl named by the name of Gabby. Gabby Sanchez, an experienced bat. Jose Tabata, Tabata, or Tabata, as I heard Greg Brown <laughs> recently yeah. say. And finally, the uh, no-hit, uh, good glove, harmless Clint Barmas. That's the team, that and manager Clint Hurdle, This that has this town going crazy. People are smiling when they go to games in September instead of just running out their season ticket plan or leaving early to see the Steelers pregame. <laughs> and even the scalpers are happy, the ticket scalpers are much like the managers of Kevin Costner, Gina Davis, and David Faustino haven't turned a profit since 1992, <laughs> are finally oh, cashing no. in. So there's your 2013 yes. Pittsburgh Pirates. Magic indeed, just like the old drunk man said. Mike <laughs> Wysocki.
0: Twisted, Twisted Sports brought to you by Nutting Rags. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jim Crane, no restrictions. We're going to take a quick break pause for a commercial we'll be right back with my buddy harry hayden you do not want to miss this (laughs) story real quick october 19th we're at the improv doing our podcast live skits comedy be there october 19th improv go to jimcren.com for details we'll be back in a minute hey everyone i want to let you know there's another way to listen and download jim Cren no restrictions podcast You can get us on soundcloud.com website or the SoundCloud app on Android, smartphones, and tablets, as well as Apple, iPhone, iPad, iPod. Go to the SoundCloud website or download the free phone app and search Jim Cran, no restrictions. It is free to register and listen. In addition, if you can do us a favor... Hit the follow button to be part of our over 50,000 subscribers and have the new episodes sent right to your mobile device. No problem. No fuss, no muss. Thanks for your continued support. Spread the word about SoundCloud. Jim Crane, no restrictions on the Side Show Network, brought to you by Star Chevrolet, Star Nissan in Greensburg. Well, we've been talking about my buddy Harry. Uh, It was nice enough to stop by and say hi and tell his story about Barry Bonds and uh, Harry and I have known each other forever. And we're, let's say we're like brothers. And uh, we both love everything Pittsburgh. We bleed black and gold. You know, we we depressed uh, when we're losing and up when we're winning. And now the Buccos are resurging. Uh, we're old enough to remember 91, 92. The last time we, we had a really nice seasons, we did fall short. And we really did blame Barry Bonds but he was our leader. He was our team, right? He was the guy who was supposed to get us there. Uh they didn't have the uh, 92. Bonilla was gone already. They really have an incredible team. It really was led by bonds that 92 team and we were so fucking close. That's why we got so pissed. We were so he teased us. He put us right there and he just fucking just took it away with with his throw. So we we just all pittsburgh's like you can't fucking believe sid bream of all people scored that run, and we go nuts on this thing so harry uh is very very passionate uh you know i'm completely nuts about his sports i mean and everything but i mean harry's (laughs) harry will go to the extremes and i love that about harry that's what makes it fun to hang around you Harry. and my friend harry hayden welcome to the show Harry.
3: Thanks. It's great to be here. Uh, and you're bringing up some bad memories. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I mean, if you remember sitting there watching that game, I mean, oh, man, it still hurts. You need three outs in the ninth inning, and you're going to the World Series.
0: I thought we had it, right? Everybody thought we had it.
3: And, And with Bream on second base, and I don't know if you remember, they actually, it was such a joke that the Braves, earlier that season, I don't remember who the other player was, but they actually had a race. To see who was the slowest player in the major leagues, are you kidding now, Sid me? Sid Bream was one that. guy, and I can't remember who the other okay. guy was. Yeah, but the guy beat Bream, oh. so Bream was actually oh documented gosh. as the slower, slowest player in the major it leagues. Was, it was Boog
2: Powell. <laughs> yeah, Steve <laughs> Powell. <laughs> might have been yeah. Boog He's, Powell. He's fifty-six years old. <laughs> <Do> you know, <laughs> Boog's you, dad you know all
0: these. You know all these inside stories and stuff. What was the story with him? Was there a story about Bonds and like arguing over Absolutely, the position yeah. where to be? He, he told him story? to move up.
3: Uh, well, do you know? Uh, the The pinch hitter that came up, Francisco Cabrera, yeah, uh, obviously <laughs> didn't do anything before that and never right. did anything after that. Yeah, so we, we know his name well. Here, right? Van Slake knew he wasn't a threat and realized that Bonds was a little deep with a runner on second base. Yeah, asked him to move up. Now I've heard Van Slake being <laughs> quoted as Bonds flipped in the bird and basically told him mind his own business. And uh, then uh, you remember Cabrera hit that little bleeder in the left field. Which uh, just seemed like it took forever to get to ball, or it took bonds forever to get to it. And uh, then he came up and uh, threw it like Frank Burns on Mash. Yeah, it's funny, you know, Pittsburgh. You know,
0: if you uh, if you give a hundred and ten, per- if you give a hundred percent in Pittsburgh, our athletes and stuff, you give a hundred percent. You do things with humility, you know, and appreciation. We'll love you. We're loyal and stuff. But if you do, if you're yeah, a little bit crazy, you know, one way to other and surly. If you're really really talented and stuff, we're like, "All right, that's you better fucking yeah. deliver. You better fucking deliver. <laughs> no if doubt you're going to be below that bar, we're we're setting If you're an person. arrogant
3: an arrogant condescending millionaire, yeah. you're not going to go over well in a blue-collar city. No. And,
0: you better uh, fucking deliver. Absolutely. So he did not deliver. And I oh. at that moment and we uh, took it personal. And Harry, you really took it personal. <laughs> I did. I did. watch. Well, tell us a story about the sign. I never That's liked Barry to, to, to begin
3: with. I <clears throat> you know a lot of people did, but uh, I never liked him at all. And I didn't care how talented he was. And he was a fantastic talent.
0: I think you took it personal. I know you're your favorite all time player in the world. I know. And this guy's, Reve- Harry reveres Roberto Clemente.
3: Absolutely. I got to know him for the last three years of his life uh, 70, yeah. 71, and 72. And uh, yeah. being around greatness like that. And then being around... Do you think the comparisons...
0: Because people were kind of making that a little bit because he was an MVP, two, was he two times for the Buccos at that point? And, uh, you know, you heard some, you know, hey, he's like the next Clemente. So, right. so guys who like with, you with one- who, who love Clemente and uh, all of a sudden maybe maybe a little bit, maybe that...
3: He was a great ball player. He, he had a lot of tools, but he did not have the arm. I mean, obviously. <laughs> a, so how? how and Clemente how, had the greatest arm ever. So, tell
0: us how the sign came about here. How uh, well,
3: after Bonds left, and he signed the contract with San Francisco, uh, and I think remember how crazy that contract was at the time, and I believe it was seven years for forty-nine million. <laughs> that's hilarious. Which yeah, I mean, well, I now that's Cren exactly. money. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he signed it and uh, he signed that contract. He came back when he came back to Three Rivers. Uh, My buddy and I, uh, R.J. Daly, we we just we just hated him to the point where we went to Home Depot and we got a uh, a painter's tarp. It was huge. I was like 10 feet by 12 feet. And uh, we went and got uh, stencils and spray paint and we created this huge banner and we hung it in left field. And the banner said, Dear Barry, all the money in the world can't buy a throwing arm. Love Sid Breen.
2: <laughs> and uh,
3: and it was it was wildly popular. Everyone, everyone there, and whoever was sitting next to us, I don't I don't know who the guys were sitting next to us, but yeah. when Bonds came out the left field, they had four hefty bags filled with play money, yeah. and they just dumped it. Oh, and it like, yeah. just covered left field. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was it was hilarious. Dude, Bonds was pissed. Though, I'm thinking. Oh, right? yeah. He was. He read. You know, he read Ryan's? the sign as he's warming up with the guy in the bullpen and shaking his head and and the sign made the sporting news and all the local papers and everything so we got such a response from it we used to we do it every year so the first year it was my buddy and me and then the second year there was 6 or 8 of us then by the by the final year in 3 Rivers yeah. I had 20 people now, with this sign with Bond the sign in, that right. signs up right and, it's
0: huge, it's all over.
3: And security. And He used to complain about it, so security would co- confiscate it every year, so I, I'd make a new one. How long would, it, how long would you have it up before they'd come over? Uh, oh, it would Good last. Time. He usually didn't. Did it make it three innings, four? Oh, it would make longer than that. <laughs> oh, yeah? I mean, the first one made the whole game, and then after that he would complain to the point, uh, maybe about the seventh, eighth inning, they would yeah. come up and try to tape. But, uh, Did
0: Bonds, you think Bonds pointed up and said, get, absolutely. That, get that fucking absolutely. sign out of here?
3: Absolutely. The, the last year in Three Rivers, there was 20 of us there, and uh, you know, at this time there's only 8,000 people with the games because the Pirates were terrible. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, we were on him so bad that he wouldn't even come out to left field like when the pitcher would warm up between innings, throw his five or six warm-up pitches. He wouldn't come out to left field. He would stand at third base and talk to the umpire.
2: <laughs> Wait, so
0: he could hear you? Oh, absolutely. there There's cash. only eight thousand
3: people in the game. We were in left field. The people with first base could hear. They so, <laughs> so were heckling him, and he wouldn't even come uh, out. I, I, he wouldn't even uh, come out to the field. He's no, no, that uh, he affected that much. But he would mind. turn around and shoot us the finger, flip us off, at you. He shoot, you know. shoot you the finger, a fan? Uh, oh, absolutely. That's and, fucking and once we knew we were getting to him, it just grew know. from there. I mean, exponentially <laughs> after that. That's the Biggest mistake, right? Oh, absolutely. Now he we know we have you. So right. So, uh, the final year in Three Rivers, uh, it was about about the 8th inning and uh like I said there was 20 of us there and no one else in left field. I mean it was empty and uh the crowd that was there the 8,000 or so so much, 20 people who fucking hate Barry Bonds left <laughs> the game. So as he he wouldn't come out to left field anymore, he's standing here at third base talking to the umpire and uh he went and must have complained. So they send this uh I don't know, maybe 17 year old kid up in yellow windbreakers as security. And he comes over to us, 20, 20 drunken northsiders, And he says, uh, <laughs> Hey, uh, Hey, Hey, excuse me. Hey, uh, you guys, uh, you all gotta stop yelling, and and uh, you gotta take that sign down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, we
3: look at him, went, "Wow, get the hell!" Uh, fucking hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't worry. Okay, all right, you're okay, kid. Hey, right.
4: <laughs>
3: so uh, That's another joke. Yeah. So he gets mad, and he calls on his radio, right, his little walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. Now you can see across. Across the outfield in Three Rivers, like 20 yellow windbreakers coming over. It looked like a swarm of bumblebees coming at us, you know. So so they get over there, and uh, they're, telling, they're trying to take the sign. So they, un- right. they untie the sign. Now, we're hammered. We're ready to leave anyway. You know, we we did our job. We had our fun. We're <laughs> You've ready.
0: already accomplished annoying bonds. Right, right. 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 So, you know,
3: we're going to leave. And uh, my buddy, Coach Ed, Eddie Mosh, this was before his gastric bypass. He was pushing, I'd say, 350. Okay. At the time Big boy So you've got I'd say 10 or 12 Of the security guards The kids They're pulling the sign down Now Eddie reaches over With one hand And grabs the other end Of the sign Okay now he's He's pointing. They're pulling it He's pulling it back so you got Coach Ed at three fifty on one side. You've got ten or twelve of these kids pulling on the other side, and <laughs> he's it, angry, and they're sweating. I mean, and they're going back and dude, forth, back it. and forth. And he's actually moving them like towards him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I lean over and I said, That's "Ed, awesome. Ed, I said we're leaving. We're going over the Clark over. Bar and get a beer." Yeah. And he goes, oh, Katie, okay. let's go of the sign. And you see 10 or 12 of them just scatter over the empty seats. And, uh, so now the crowds get into it. The crowd's cheering because they went flying over the, the empty seats. Fly. Yeah, right. So, so anyway, we, we leave and uh, we go over the Clark Bar. And I say it's about an hour, hour and a half after the game was over. Hardly anybody in there, just a couple of tables. Right. And you know, you walk in the Clark Bar. there's a partition. Yeah, uh, the, the bar was on one side and tables on the other and uh, maybe a three or four foot uh, partition between. Mm-hmm. So I've got my back to the door and my buddy's talking to me <laughs> and uh, right in the middle of a sentence. Yeah, he goes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. I said, "What? what? <laughs> I turned around and there he is. He's standing right there. Just walked into the Clark Bar. He's looking for somebody who? Barry Bonds. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. So as he's, as he's scanning the room, trying to find, he doesn't know
0: who you are. He can't see you visually, right? Well,
3: this has, has been going are, on right? for a few years now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so he may have uh, uh, and he Personal, know who you look, who, yeah, it's who gotten pretty personal with him. <laughs> <And> he's actually <laughs> been it. he had been interviewed about it so many times. He was interviewed more about the sign, I think, than his playing <laughs> when know, it came
0: at, in at that point. Yeah, in so. The town. Wow, Harris. So he knows. So what were you thinking? Now you see him. You're thinking he knows who I oh, am. Oh, I'm thinking what this
3: happened? is it. I mean, this is this is my life's work. This is what <laughs> I've been waiting <laughs> <out> for. <laughs> and uh, moment. And uh, he he's it's scanning the room sport. to find the people he's there to meet, and he sees me. Yeah. And his eyes got as big as baseballs, and he took three strides, and I will bet you covered twenty five feet, really? <laughs> and got right up to towards me. you. Oh yeah, and they were on me. I mean, he came right up Impressive. on me. I had my right. back against the bar, and then I, you know, I puffed my chest out. <laughs> he puffs his chest out. He puts his finger on my nose. And I remember looking up and I'm going, damn, he's a little bigger than I thought he was. Ah. I, it's uh, HGHs, right? he, put, clear. he puts his finger on my nose, and he's yeah. poking it, and he's going, every year, the same <laughs> dumb shit. Every year. Yeah, and, I said, and I said, yeah, and I'm not going anywhere either, Huckleberry. And so
4: I think, and he did you was. Wait, did you quote? Did you, you say called Huckleberry? called him Huckleberry. Huckleberry Bonds.
3: So I literally think his humongous head was about to explode and he was going to hit me. And I. <laughs> I don't know who this older white guy was that, that came in with him, reached over my buddy and grabbed him by the collar and yanked him as hard as he could and yelled And He said, get out of there. He said, are you out of your mind? And he's pulling him away, and I'm going, no, no. You wanted to go oh. first. Oh, Jim, if he'd have hit me, they would have, they would have had to life flight me out of the Clark Park. Oh! I mean, I'd have been laying there like Richard Pryor and stir crazy. I can't feel nothing in my leg. Uh,
0: I mean, oh, you, would have, you would have, have flown oh, here man. in your private jet oh, just know. from North Hills or your, heli- your corporate helicopter yeah, today. absolutely. I'd be
3: living on Bonds money, man. Yeah. <laughs> you would have legally changed your name to Harry Bonds. Harry yeah. Bonds. Yeah. That <laughs> is
0: so funny. So they took that, well. He luckily had a friend there to get. But yeah, so he close, sat. So he, he's, he just. I can't believe. So anyway, got, he got, went and got,
3: had dinner with a friend, and I. And, and we're still at the bar. And I mean, you imagine by this time we're completely obliviated. Right. So uh, <laughs> as he gets up to leave, uh, I look and I see him moving, and he starts to come through the bar, and then he catches himself and he stops, and he goes around that partition, and he's walking out. So in my condition at the time, I'm thinking I got to think. I, I need a you know I need a something. Smart to say here You know Like nothing is coming You know (laughs) So he's walking away And my buddies go There he is Are you going to say anything And I just blurted out Hey bear Don't you know He stops and turns And looks And I, I said where are you staying tonight? Sid Bream's house. Oh. <laughs> Everybody starts laughing. Oh. He I takes two he, he takes two steps back towards me, and the guy grabs him again.
4: No. He came at
3: you again. He was about to, and the guy grabs him oh, again, and he just went, ha, 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 like that. And he, and he pushed the door open in the Clark Bar so hard that it went through the drywall.
2: What? <laughs> yeah, the handle of the door actually so the door went, went through right, the- right
3: through the drywall. That is Power
4: of Roy's, yeah, right? it's hysterical! <laughs> oh God! So, wow! Nice but
3: the uh the
4: so way it
0: continues though, right? You, more, oh, yeah. you, still could, th- you know, you would think maybe that this this was the, the peak. Yeah. Posters. How do you top? How do you top that? Yeah. I mean, this, oh, that, it, now it, it did top
3: him, letting us know that we got to him so much. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're thinking now we're moving into PNC Park and uh you know it's everything tougher there to get signed absolutely uh, can't like hang that, banners especially. i mean i see some people now on the rotundas but at the time there was like nowhere that you could think of to hang any banners or they wouldn't let you <laughs> and i'm thinking man this is too good i can't pass this up what am i gonna do so i thought for a while and i thought i got it i'm gonna rent an airplane. One of those sky ads things, you didn't think I, of this I'm thinking terrible. like, you know, I don't know how I'm going to pay gonna rent. An airport, how much right? does that cost? I have no <laughs> idea. Yeah. No uh, idea how much funny. it would cost or anything. So I I go into yellow pages and I I, I look up this, you know, triple A sky ads or something like that. The guy, guy had a little private plane up in Butler. And right. So I called him up and I yeah you know, I wondered how something like advertising like that would cost. And he yeah. said, well, what what is it that you want to do? So I told him the story. Yeah. And he laughed and he went. Oh yeah, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably
0: just as pissed from that. He said, "Bream throw, man." He yeah. said, "I'll tell
3: you what." He said, "Give me four hundred bucks." He said, "I'll come down there in the bottom of the first inning and I'll circle the stadium ten times." No, I wow. said, "I'll be exactly. right up with a check."
0: <laughs> so he, he he does. He goes four hundred bucks. Not right. bad. Good deal.
3: Oh, absolutely. So my buddy Bonded. worked in the pirate ticket office. Sean and Gardner, and bless his soul, bless his soul, passed away, but he worked in the pirate ticket office. He got me forty seats across the first row of left field, on the in ble- the bleachers. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, it's only a six foot wall that separates you know right. us and right. us and Barry. Okay, so uh, we have forty people there at a big party, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> We're all pumped Did everybody up know this. this is coming? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole crew. They, they wrote an article about it on Pittsburgh.com the I night had before. I it before it happened, the night before. The night before, so, and actually too. interviewed Bonds about it the day of. Okay. <laughs> the game was going to be that night, and they told him what was coming. <laughs> and he goes, they said, uh, hey, do you know that guy that you get into it every with the sign? <laughs> and the and one he, you almost
0: beat up in the bar?'" Yeah, he and... goes, yeah,
3: I know. Same dumb shit every year. <laughs> Same <laughs> dumb shit. And I, they said, well, it's going to be a little different this year. And he said. Uh, he, he said uh, It's got an airplane And he said What? <laughs> <laughs> he said An airplane? He said What do you mean? And he said Well Instead of the banner They've got a plane that's... Man I don't care I don't, That's all dumb shit Anyway I don't care about that <laughs>
0: and, uh, <laughs> that's, though. that's my favorite oh, thing yeah. Every time he Every time he responded He said I don't give a shit I know And he does
3: Oh absolutely I mean It got to him more than uh, That's what's more That's than any, so uh, we're there, the forty of us, <laughs> you can imagine our conditions, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we hear it. Coming of the plane. <laughs> And everybody's like nudging each other. Is that it? Is that it? Is that it? Yeah. And uh, like, over the top of PNC Park, you see this <laughs> little plane coming. And then all of a sudden, you see a sign behind it Barry, nice throw, Sid Breen. <laughs> 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 and it, it, the pirates even put it on the broadcast. There's video, I have video of that. Maybe we can even put it on the website. Yeah, so uh... you have a video. We're, we're going
0: to get that up on jimcren.com.
3: So, check yeah, out Harry. Steve Blass commented on it and he said, Wow. <laughs> that and is they, hysterical. He said, Doesn't man. seem like something Sid would do. And then they started to laugh and said, Yeah, we'll be honest with you. He didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we know who did. <laughs> uh, now, Harry didn't. hear
2: the whole stadium laughing at
3: that? Oh, everybody's pointing up in the air and laughing hysterically. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Didn't okay. you also, Harry, didn't you factor the cost of the plane into the tickets with I your did. friends? I did. We had 40 <laughs> tickets. And at that time, they were only $8 okay. uh, across
3: the front row right. of the bleachers there. And, uh, <laughs> I was managing a board at Castellanos right across the street on Federal Street at the time. Yeah. So, I got everybody just, everybody threw in 20 bucks, and you got uh, your game ticket, you got your first drink at Castellanos, and the rest went to the plane. So, it came came down to every time the plane circled the stadium, it cost us a dollar. Uh, (laughs) awesome.
2: And they Our say a dollar doesn't buy anything. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: and Barry looked up, Barry looked up, and everybody's uh, everybody's yelling and pointing up in the what air. Barry looked up, and he saw the plane, and he just dropped his head into his chest and just standing <laughs> same there shaking his head. Shit. <laughs> every year, same,
2: every dumb, year, same, same dumb shit. Dumb shit. <laughs> I don't care. It
3: doesn't bother me at all. And you know what,
2: Harry? You, you should really, the next time he has one yeah. of those... Uh, uh, He has his his next court date for uh, (laughs) lying to Congress. You should show up with the banner. Yeah,
3: Yeah. forever. All the way (laughs) to the 90s. Because at that time, I thought he would go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Sure, and believe me, I was going to Cooper's Cooperstown. Going. Definitely going to Cooperstown. <laughs> so if he ever gets in. Oh, he never will. You know going, right? right? Oh, I'll do it. I don't get, find out where he lives. I'll go go to his house. <laughs> so and if he, then. he
0: gets in, he gets in the hall, you're, that's the ceremony. Oh, You'll oh, see the song. Uh, and and the he'll people, be doing it. It'll, it'll, it'll be a speech at the Hall of Fame. Same damn shit. Yeah, every year. But uh,
3: A lot of the people, like, in our, they were doing a tattoo from Fantasy Island. They were, Barry, the plane, the plane, the plane. <laughs> and, uh. Yeah, I said, "Hey, Barry, maybe oh, on man. Fantasy Island, you could have thrown out Sid Brill." <laughs> <laughs> that's when he turned around and shot the finger again. So oh, man. that's awesome, Harry Hayden,
0: man, my buddy <laughs> Harry. That was uh, that was great, Harry. And I, you know, it's funny. I know Harry has a lot of these stories, man. And we're going to have you on from time to time, if it's all right, Harry. We could do uh, Harry, say Harry sports stories or something, <laughs> right, man? I know you got some funny ones like that uh, through the years. <laughs> So we'll definitely have you back to do that anytime, man. buddy. Anytime. I appreciate it. Appreciate you coming on. It was a fun show, man. I mean, let's go, Bucks. Uh, by the time you hear this, we'll know what happened. I mean, we're obviously going to be just praying that our pitching holds out. Indeed. And uh, right, guys. I mean, we're be, this town will go <laughs> mm-hmm. nuts if we go deep into the playoffs. Right? It'll be huge party. Oh, of the party party of the yeah exactly the year. But uh, that concludes the show. Thank you to everybody at Sideshow Network, brought to you by also Star Chevrolet, Star Nissan, and Greensburg, uh, Talent Network, and uh, my buddy and producer Dave Setomar and Frank Mergia, producer Josh Folio, Corey Gale, Wayne Weil. Uh, once again, October 19 at the Improv, we'll be doing this show. Live, We're going to be performing skits live and also doing the show at the Improv October 19th. Go to jimcren.com for all the details. Get your reservation, get your tickets early. We will see you there and also we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for downloading